This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Play Tessie, episode 19. It is December 27th. If you are listening on Drop Day, if you are not listening on Drop Day, that likely means you are not subscribed yet. Go ahead and do that. Take this opportunity right now. We're going to be going into the new year. If you want to be a better person in the new year, you're going to subscribe because we're going to have a whole lot of more stuff to talk about. Okay. Tonight, tonight's going to be or not tonight. We're talking about this at night, but there the rumor mills are quiet. Nothing's happening. Yamamoto is not a Red Sox. No other pitcher right now is a Red Sox besides the guy that guys that we had at the end of the year. But we're going to jump into some of the rumblings that have happened. Teosco Hernandez name floating around. We're going to do our best, do our best to give you an entertaining product because the Red Sox and John Henry are just refusing to do that right now for you. That's what that's what makes play Tessie different. And I'm joined Coop by some of the guys that are going to make that magic happen with me. We got Pat fresh new Red Sox hat on that cabeza of his Gordo's wearing his hat forward on his cabeza for the first time in a long time and Sammy's he's rocking the traditional hat on his cabeza the pigeon with the Duncan real nice (laughs) stuff in the Pacific Northwest representing us out there this is the official podcast of feeling holly and jolly are you guys okay with that can we yeah okay holly and jolly we have to. We, if we're not carrying the holly and jolliness of Red Sox Nation right now, there's just absolutely none. Because this is the official Red Sox podcast of WEEI, home of the Boston Red Sox. And yeah, John Henry's not spending this offseason. It is not full throttle, uh, as Tom Werner told us back. And who's got the phone on? Not me. Better be a not passing me. update. Better be a passing update. Who is it? Whose phone? I think it's covering his face. Pat, what's the update? What's the update? Oh, it's Sammy. Sammy, what's the update? It's Sammy. 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 The class is waiting. Uh Oh, Oh, man. He's side. Oh, no. Sammy's in trouble. Oh, no. Sammy's in trouble. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're not going to reveal who contacted him, but it is someone that strikes a ton of fear into me on my uh, side of things. Me as well. have a significant other, there is typically a father figure, maybe a mother figure that you're scared of. But that might be what Sammy's dealing with. But we're we're talking, like I said, a little Teosca Hernandez because that is what full throttle now means for the Boston Red Sox. But first, we want to dive into what actually happened with Yamamoto and we were doing a lot of talk we were getting our hopes up I think we were we were riding the hype train a whole lot I don't know about you guys but that might have been a little bit of desperation until Yamamoto actually signed with the Dodgers Isn't I mean it weird it's expected. That this is the first we, show that we've done since he signed with the Dodgers like we haven't crazy? had yeah we, I mean because the news broke the news broke right after we got off with Kravis I think we like were in the waiting 30 room. minutes after like recording, Pat got an update from Passing. Yeah, there was thing. There were things going down. Yeah. Like they, like they, the update we had at the time was the Heyman one, where it was like, "Oh, the Yankees have made a substantial offer, but they have no idea what's going on." And then within within an hour, twenty of that, minutes it was over. Yeah, it, it. I mean, like it's crazy how like that ended up happening, and it's kind of nice that the Red Sox weren't used. 
I mean, I feel like the Red Sox were used, but not as much as maybe the Yankees and the Mets were used. In Mets, regard- Mets got Mets Steve got Cohen, Cohen, you. Steve Cohen's got to be pissed. Coop, wouldn't, wouldn't you feel better about things, though? If And granted, we don't know. There's It still hasn't come out what the Red Sox offer was or if they made no. an offer or anything like that. But wouldn't you feel better about things as a whole if you heard that the Red Sox offered $300 million and the guy just wanted to be in L.A.? Just because, yeah. like, I wanted the proof that ownership that was going to be willing to, just that yeah, you, to, yeah, that you to care. care enough to give to give that kind of offer to anybody. Because the only guy we've seen get an offer like that from ownership is the guy that the fans bullied them into keeping. Like, they had to keep Devers. So we, we really don't know if if that's something they're willing to do, particularly for someone outside the organization. So... Yeah, I would have felt I would have felt better. And granted, like there's we could still hear the offer at some point, but at this point, I don't know if it's coming out anytime soon or at all. So I don't for feel, those that I don't, don't know or understand what we're talking about, maybe you maybe you turned your phone off, maybe you turned Twitter off, and you were just trying to enjoy the holidays as much as you can because you're not sickos and weirdos like us. Um, we go through that pain for you. We're here to to bear those sins so you don't have to. We're basically Jesus Christ, but of the Red Sox world, and there's four of us. Uh, but Yo- Yoshi- Yoshinobu Yamamoto is a Los Angeles Dodger, along with Shohei Otani. He signed for was the final three hundred twenty-five million over yeah, ten without the posting fee. Twelve. 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 Okay. I mean, what does it matter? I mean, they're just going to be happy together in LA for the next decade. Um, oh, that's good to know, Sammy. Uh, yeah, we, we've shut the ringer off. Sorry, everybody. I hope your ears are pristine and i hope you don't hate me for this because i just I like got you. teased about a pass I, I just hear i hear the ding and i've got ptsd and i'm expecting some like, type of passing bomb i don't even have twitter notifications on i'm so adhd that if i had them on i would be on my phone all day so You're looking at me buddy that's, that's what i do yeah, yeah. welcome to the yeah. club the, when i'm in the clinic i can't obviously like have my phone out like this time of year every time i watch vibrates i'll be mid-sentence just yeah I kind of, I honestly, it's like, it's like John Morosi talking about like Canadian hockey. I'm like, shit, now dude. His asshole. tweets today, all <laughs> his tweets today were like 90% hockey, and I have all the notifications on. So I was like, oh, it was World Juniors. He couldn't, like, he couldn't be more happy that World Juniors is coming right now, just to he clean up his timeline. It. He needs to take some time off right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I respect him. He apologized. That that's not like so many reporters would be like, I was just doing my job. I got what I like. Oh, it was yeah, and he got. Judge. And he you got mean, like, totally hosed too. Like, this, like I don't think this was Morosi doing a bad job. Like he definitely just got duped Whoa. by by Shohei's Whoa. agent. Hold on, Gordo. Coop just called out my boy Marino as if he's Marino still your boy. Wrong. He's still Dude. your boy. No, he's no. him out. This is Dude, an I found Marino old podcast. tweets. I found old Marino tweets from podcast. 2014. Actually, no, I didn't. G- give the credit to to the guys at Name Redacted. They found it about him breaking the story that the Red Sox traded. Mookie bets for Cole Hamels. He said that <laughs> happened. I mean, they did. If you think about it, no, 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 yeah, they didn't. They did. I mean, they might have offered one. <laughs> I mean, Yamamoto no never came. Yamamoto never came to Fenway Park, and the Red Sox never offered three hundred million. I have it on pretty good authority that back in 2014, someone took Marino's phone and tweeted that. And Marino's mm. too much of a stand-up guy. He didn't want to throw that guy under the bus for stealing his phone, so. Hmm. Shut your mouth. You don't have to ruin your life like this for this man. He, I, I can promise you, he doesn't care about you that much. But yeah, I mean, Yamamoto is a Dodger. He's not a Red Sox. I don't know about the rest of you, but the entirety of my Christmas parties that I went to with family, it was constant questions of, hey, so uh, what's with the Red Sox? Do they care? What's going on? Are they spending? I heard they didn't spend on this Shohei Otani guy. What, what's up with that? Did they get that other Japanese picture? And I'm just, I, guys, I don't know. I, I think I think I just need to go into woodworking now. Like, I, is that my new hobby? No, dude, do what I do. I'm, I'm out in the Pacific Northwest. Everyone here is a Mariners fan. Nobody cares about the Red Sox. I don't have to talk about them at all. It's great. So I just have to move to a different part of the country, develop a all new the fandom. Way. No, no, all the way across. All the way. Okay. All, all the way across. If you I can't even go to Philly. I, it, no, if, oh, that's not even close, dude. If you no, stop in Philly, Philly yeah. they talk about the Sox all the time in Philly. Yeah, Philly they're going to sniff the Boston on me and be like, hey, what's, what's good with John Henry? He doesn't give a fuck about so you. Gordo, <laughs> uh, Coop and Gordo and Pat, who just left, but he'll be back. Um, Philly is just Boston if they never had that title run. 
We're the yeah. same people. No, I, I had this yeah, conversation with Nick Punto during the World Series last year. Wow. And the beautiful thing about the two cities is that they're both scumbags. Like you will yeah. find scumbag identities in every single person in both cities. And that is the beautiful bonding point that they have. They both hate each other, but there's a respect in the scumbaggery. Wait, wait, um, why were you talking to Nick Punto? Nick Punto's a friend of baseball isn't boring. We, me and Rob would talk to him last year for base or from uh, the aforementioned the show that previously was called uh, the Bradfo show. Now play Tessie. We had Nick Punto on a few times, talk about the Nick Punto trade. And then during the world series run, once we started up baseball isn't boring, we had, I believe both Nick Punto and Josh Beckett on at one time on a live stream. And it was electric. You think that Nick Punto would like, Want to chill? Just hang out with oh, us? Oh, Nick Punto's, Nick Punto's a fun hang. Play dates with Punto in the playpen? <laughs> oh, Punto would fit in nicely in the playpen. Nobody's laughing except for me. I just make these weird playpen Tessie I jokes. like the playpen. We I'm on board with like, the playpen. I, I'm not not on board with it. It's just when you make it sound creepy. It, it's a little it's unsettling. Creepy. It's inherently creepy. It's like, there's a lot in the playpen. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 next year. I'm talking about a playpen. It's creepy. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing that's weird. It's a joke. Old ass. I mean, if you're in your 30s talking about your playpen, I think most people are just going to be like, oh, he's a good dad. Yeah. Oh, God. This is so depressing. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, where where are your heads at with how everything boiled down with Yamamoto? I mean, I'm, I'm not frustrated, but I am. Just like what you had said, Gordo, where you kind of had hoped that they would be in on him and just showing that they are competitive. But we're also looking at there's still pitchers out there. There's a guy named Jimmy Montgomery, might be a coach of the Bruins, might be a, an incredible pitcher. He goes by Jordan. I'm going to be calling him Jimmy because he's going to be a real townie by the time he's a sock, and that's what my new obsession is. So it's Jordan Montgomery or bust. I mean, that's I feel like that's what it's been from the beginning, and we've just been delusional. But I also don't want to admit I'm delusional. Coop, the scary thing is that, like, I would agree with you. Like, it would be Montgomery and Montgomery or Snell or Bust. But I mean, after all that we've heard, like, we had we had Jared Carabas come on our show and he said it on Name Redacted too. But he he said that he has a source that he trusts with anything that that said that if the Sox miss out on Yamamoto, which they did, that he doesn't think they're going to spend that much. Then you got Sean McAdam. And I'll read the quote from his article. He said, in the aftermath of the Yamamoto news, one industry official was speculating on how the Red Sox might pivot to find the necessary starting pitching. When I suggested free agent Jordan Montgomery as a good fallback option, the official scoffed and offered that even Montgomery would be too expensive for the Red Sox current budget plans. And then later in the day, Alex Spear comes out with the report in his article in The Globe uh, that says there's uncertainty in the industry about the level of the team's involvement this, in this winter's top two remaining starters, Snell and Montgomery. So, yeah, I would I would agree, Coop. Like we need to see a frontline starting pitcher or bust, but I just I don't think there's even a little bit of a chance. Not every be- every single place you look, and like I, I texted this to you guys. I'll say it here: if something looks like a piece of shit, it smells like a piece of shit. And it tastes like a piece of shit. Why are you eating poop? Then it's probably a piece of shit. And I, Coop, we sit here talk about poop all the time. We do. We're doing it right now. It's and been a poopy year. Coop, the way this, honestly, the way this looks, Coop, your name rhymes with poop. It does. Oh God, it does. Mm. Trust me, I I've learned that over twenty six years. It people still did they love say to that point to you? Out. What did, is that like? All you got? Did you go by Cooper as a kid or Coop? I so I this. I've always introduced myself as Cooper to people, so it's very weird that like I'm now Coop. Um, but yeah, Cooper the Super Pooper Scooper. That was that was in the rotation. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no, yeah, that no. was a mistake. Um, okay, I that's, feel like that's any, the awesome. anytime I get a take wrong, I feel like I'm just gonna get that in the comments now. If if Cooper Criswell sucks, we're using that. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, oh, I'm kind of hoping that he sucks now that I don't have to have that. That guy gets signed by Boston, makes a million dollars, and just is the butt of every joke for like a month. Feel bad for we let's uh can we be a pro Cooper Criswell show? Yeah. On record? Like default, we have to be. Yeah, we're a big Chris. I, yeah. Fans. 
Sweet. Anyone, anyone who comes into this organization with the name Coop, or for that matter, with any of our names, like if there, if a Gordon ever comes to the Red Sox, instant yep. jersey purchase. Like yep. I am his biggest supporter till not just the day he leaves the Sox, but till the day he dies or I die. I've always wanted a Gordon on the Sox. I find when Josh Gordon came to the Patriots, I bought a jersey that day. The second they <laughs> announced the number, instant. It'd be the same. I'm sure I caught you. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I caught you sparking up a blunt um, when he got suspended in solidarity. I, I, I'm not. No I've wrong. been told that. I've seen it. I don't want to say that's it's alleged. I'm going to say right now, allegedly, Gordo was sparking up a blunt in in solidarity with Gordon when he got suspended. But that's the kind of loyalty we free have. Free that here. man. Free him. Free him. Um, so back to our our topic at hand. Uh, Gordo, unless you have anything else to add, I want to shine some sunlight on the situation. Uh, I fully believe Jared. I fully believe his source. However, the one thing that gives me some hope is that it would just make no sense at all for that to be true, I hope. Reason being, two last place finishes, duh, we've heard about that. The needs that they have are could not possibly be more obvious if you tried starting pitching in case anyone missed that. So I just don't, I can't see a world in which they do nothing. That's crazy to me. That's just malpractice at that point, especially when you have what, like 40 something. I always forget this number. 40 something. I think it's 44. It's more. More than 47. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Mid to high 40. You have plenty of space this year. So you can add, you could add and stay under. I don't want that. But like, if they're concerned about the luxury tax, that's also not an excuse. So, Breslow works in the shadows. From my, <laughs> I hate. To say but does it, he? From my I, sources. But does he? he, he I don't think so. Deal. Well, every everyone I've talked to, I said like, yeah, they're working on something, but it's quiet. Like, the the only to to not agree with that, you would have to think that he's not doing anything. Which is, I, just, I don't I think he's think not doing anything. Are. I, no, I don't think he's no, not no. doing anything. It I just think he's working. Sense. Like we say work in the shadows, but it's not necessarily like we hear stuff like we've heard plenty about Teoscar. We've heard about Giolito. We've heard they're in the trade market. We've heard about Imanaga. We've heard plenty about Paxton. Really? Like, that's, I just that's, think that the yeah, things but also, how much have we, we heard where hear. it hasn't been true this year? Like I and this is no knock Teoscar? on reporting. But before, I, like, before we move on, hold one sec. Before we move on, what have we heard about Teoscar? We heard they're interested, which is the most broad thing you can hear. That's barely anything. And then he liked a few accounts. And now it's this big story. We haven't really heard much about Teoscar. That's been overstated. Well, hold on. Moises Fabian, the guy guy who broke the Devers story, Moises Fabian said that the Red Sox are the most interested team in Teoscar. And they've they've called with interest several times. And, like, everyone's, like, backing it up. Like, regardless, even if he's not, like, necessarily their number one target, like, that interest and that whatever they're working on with Teoscar, that's out there. But that's pretty broad. And that's not even one of the big, you know, U.S. based reporters that we all follow. That's my point is like, if that's the best they got, that's pretty quiet. So I'm I'm just using logic to dictate how I feel here. I can't fathom a world in where they don't do anything. That just doesn't make any sense. It's not like they have young players who are ready to go right away. They've got a lot of good players, but like they're not ready. It just doesn't. I can't. Well, Sammy, when I say that they I'm not saying they're going to do nothing. I'm just saying that in the world of Snell and Montgomery or bust, which even though I don't think it's happening, I still think that that's what our mindsets should be. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to do nothing. Like, I do think that they're going to get multiple starting pitchers that are like big league caliber, at least mid rotation guys, and they'll fill out the lineup. Like, they're not going to do nothing. I just don't think that they're like they said full throttle and they led fans on to believe that they were going to go big this offseason. And I... I think when the offseason ends, there's going to be a lot of people like us who like generally what they did and, and can't find things wrong with what they did. But everyone will agree that they should have gone further. And I think that the people who aren't quite as deep in the weeds are going to be really upset with what happened and what didn't happen. So in that case, in response to what you're saying, I think we have to define what doing nothing means. Because like, yeah, if you get James Paxton... And Giolito, <laughs> that is bordering on doing nothing. I would be, I'd be happy with Giolito, but that can't be your big pitching acquisition. And as good as Paxton was in the first half of the, or you can't even say first half, his first half of the season, the second half was brutal. And he's got, 
more injury risk than your average pitcher, to put it lightly, and he's older. So that would be, I guess, fall under the umbrella of doing nothing. See, I don't even think that's nothing, but I don't think that's nothing. It's a little bit. It's underwhelming, but it's not nothing. Yeah. The one caveat that I'm like choosing to just take and run is that when Jared was talking about the feeling around the industry is the Sox won't be big spenders if they lose out in Yamamoto. It said nothing about activity. Like, I do think their big acquisitions this offseason will be via the trade market, which was not commented. It said they won't be spending. And true. to be quite honest with you, I'd be perfectly fine pursuing the trade market if that was if that meant upgrading the rotation without having to give Jordan Montgomery $180 million or Snell $200 million. I can live with that and see the rationale behind it. That being said, if not spending much, it also means being inactive. And this offseason ends with Lorenzen and Paxton. I'll go play in traffic. Yeah, yeah. I'll play with you. And we won't even be in the playpen. We'll play Tessie in traffic. Oh, play Tessie in traffic. We so will. I. This is where I'm starting to get discouraged because you bring up points where guy like they're mentioning that we're connected somewhere, or the fact that you know Ed Hand came out and said that the Red Sox are looking to move right-handed pitchers, someone like Kenley, for pitchers with controllable years. Which can confirm can confirm that rumor, by the way. You can. Oh, you heard it here. Third, second. I don't know how many times (laughs) it's been confirmed now. Friend of the program told me. I'll tell you guys after. You heard it here third. Heard it it here at one point. Uh, Can that be the title of this episode? You heard it here third. The official (laughs) podcast of You Heard It Here Third. Uh, (laughs) Heard it here third. So I hear that. And like that's where I agree with Pat, where I do think the spending is done. And I don't think like the Teoscar Hernandez thing is as valid as it should be, but that's more so because my brain is just so broken by how this off season has been in that I really just don't trust any sources now. And that's not to besmirch like guys like Alex Spear or guys like Passan or guys like Ed Hand <laughs> because, or guys like Sammy, uh, because I trust you guys with my whole life. But I do think there is an element now where players understand that they can manipulate the market. Like, there's so Ohtani much. Johnny just said it like a very dangerous precedent in what he potentially allegedly did with the Dodgers or what Yamamoto potentially allegedly did with the Yankees and the Mets in creating a demand in the market that just is completely fab- fabricated. Like, yeah. <laughs> he wants one team all along. He knows the market money or like the money that he wants. Now he's just using the media and a whole lot of fan fervor just to jack up his own price a lot. So that's where I see the Teoscar Hernandez stuff. And even if I am happy that he's, you know, liking certain accounts that I don't personally like, but are affiliated with the Boston Red Sox or the fact that he's liking tweets having to do with him being with the Red Sox, it's still a matter of my brain is broken. And I think you're just trying to say, hey, I really want to be here, but you're not at my price yet. Other people are seeing that I want to be here and they're demanding now that because you haven't spent, you should overspend on me. I like as much as we've been saying, just overspend on guys. It's only money. I am at the point where I'm like, I I don't want, if we're going to spend at least don't spend on Teoscar Hernandez. Don't make him the guy that you overspend on because at this point I'm just bored. Like I would rather you overspend on guys like Jordan Montgomery, like make them, the precedent of what you actually have to sign. Like go out and make it clear that if you're going to be competing in the AL, you want to be with Boston. Like the NL, if you're not on the Dodgers, I, good luck to you. Or if you're the Braves, I, the Braves always figure it out, but you could at least market Boston as, Hey, we're in the AL. It is more competitive. You have a fair shot here. I don't know. Just figure it out, figure out how to get a pitcher here. I, like I'm just so sick and tired mm-hmm. of rumors and like just random speculation, just go out and sign a guy just so we can end it and just be like, that is at least one pitcher of the two to three that we were promised off the table. Just do something. Stop being stagnant. Give us some content. Um, I got a question for you guys on the topic of Teoscar. Uh, we spoke about him a few episodes ago 
I believe Gordo and I weren't super thrilled with the idea of adding him, but at the same time, kind of like, all right, not the worst. Um, Pat and Coop, I forget where you guys were at, but give you guys a chance to, you know, restate if the Red Sox do in fact sign Teoscar Hernandez, um, would you rather, and this is just hypothetical numbers, let's say two years, 40 million or four years, 50 million. So way, way different average annual value. Two years but for how many? Two years for 40 okay. or four years for 50. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So you want to do the math on that I two would. years for 40. So here's what you do. You take 40 and you divide it by two. And this is just That's, filler for somebody to look up 50 divided by four, um, which would be 12.5, I think. Um, yeah. Right. 12 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So would you rather two years giving him 20 million a year or four years giving him only 12 and a half million? Some background. He is 31 years old. He splits time at DH and corner outfield. He's a pretty well below average defender every year of his career, other than last year when he shared the outfield with Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, who is a elite, elite defender out there. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Looks like he covered a lot of ground for Teo. Uh, so which one? Two for 40, four for 50? Pretty easily two for 40. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many middle infielders in the farm system where you could just bank on them coming up and being cheap, like replacements for him. So I would rather not. It's a cor- corner outfield. We're talking. I don't know why I was thinking. So yeah, I know what you mean. But it's yeah. Roman. An- it's Roman Anthony, and yeah. you've you've got you've got Anthony, you've got Rafaela, you've got Abreu. Blaze. Like, yeah, Blaze. Yeah, Miguel yeah. Blaze. Like a little further, but yeah, yeah, still still counts. Um, I feel like the way that they're trending, and granted, I who the hell knows if this ownership group is going to spend big again and jump the tax in a big way ever again. But if they are going to do it, it's probably going to be in the years where guys like Marcelo Meyer and Roman Anthony and Cal Teal, when those guys have had a year 
maybe two years of experience in the bigs and are, are entering their primes, that might be because they're still going to be on cheap deals. That might be when they're when they're down to spend money. And you don't want a guy like Teoscar Hernandez, who at that point would be in his mid 30s and probably he's declined every year for the last three or four years. So he it's fair to assume he's not going to be as good as he is today then. And you don't want that on the books for twelve and a half million. Like you're probably not going to spend on a ton of guys. I, like you can afford a twenty million dollar AAV guy to keep the value down. Like I would, my 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 stance on Tay Oscar. Three years is what I expect. Two years I jump for joy. Four years, which is what I expected at the beginning of the offseason when I named him my Red Sox free agent to avoid. Four years I jump off a bridge. We play in traffic at four years. That's what we do. Yeah. Four years. Okay. I don't even care about the AAV. Four years, I'm out. Pretty clear. Pretty clear. Two years, even if it's a bit of a overpay, we're okay with it because it's short term. And one thing that I think uh, is not being talked about about Teoscar, he's not a great defender, but he is very athletic. I believe like 82nd percentile uh, sprint speed. So he makes the team faster. He also, you know, opens up other trade opportunities, which I'm sure we can do a whole episode on that. So we should get into that. And not my first choice. Probably not my second choice, but I'm, I get it. I'm fine with it. And he, he, I don't think you can deny he makes the lineup better. Uh, One thing I do want to cover for the love of God, I need people to stop posting Fenway spray chart overlays. Everybody looks better when you overlay. Fenway. And there's another thing. There's another thing with Teoscar, his spray chart. If you just pull up the spray chart, it looks great at Fenway, but his pull ball so his pulled balls to the monster are all line drives so his loft goes to center field a lot of those spray chart red like balls that look like outs that would be homers at Fenway Park uh, they'd be Fenway singles or maybe doubles if he can if he can get a double out of them because he's not 27 percent pull right by the way see that's good I mean that's still it still lends himself to getting on base but the big issue with him is 211 strikeouts so if you play every game a for 162 games a year, you're still striking out more than once a game. That's brutally yeah. bad. That, and they've got it. strikeout in the lineup. They've got Wong and Story. Sammy, Dude, the, to be honest with you, I feel like, and obviously I said the thing with the years, but I feel like when they sign Tay Oscar, or if they sign Tay Oscar, it feels like a win at this point. But if they sign Tay Oscar, the way to evaluate that trade almost feels... Like, like it almost feels like you have to wait to evaluate it until you see what they do with their outfield surplus because they're tipping their hand. If they sign Teoscar, they are planning on trading an outfielder. So at that point, my feelings on the Teoscar signing are going to be based off of which outfielder they trade and who they get for him. So like if they tr- like, I don't really care which outfielder it is. If they could get a guy like Luzardo in a package that doesn't include your big three prospects, Meyer, Anthony Teal, I'm all in. But if you're trading like Duran, Sammy, you brought this up on Twitter. Yeah. If you're trading Duran for Cabrera, a guy that you could have had for a half year of Justin Turner, then I'm like, as much as I love Cabrera, then I'm like, all right, we just invested however much money in Teoscar just to trade Duran for someone who's not presently an ace or number two. Then I'm like, okay. I would actually be fine with that because, first of all, I don't think that Justin. There's no way that's true. There's no way that Marlins. It's been reported a million times. Spears says it over and over. But like, I don't think it was two months of Turner straight up for like what four or five years of Cabrera. It sounds a little crazy to me. I bet he was available, and I'm sure they wanted Turner. But one for one, and regardless, if they do sign Teoscar, I do think it's going to be Duran being traded. I don't think you can get a guy like Lizardo if you're not going to include Anthony or Meyer or Teal. Teal, who I really don't want to include. Um, so I think Cabrera is the option. And, and the hypothetical I had on Twitter that you're alluding to is signing Montgomery and then trading for Cabrera. So not in order. Your rotation is Montgomery, Cabrera, Bayo, Sale, Crawford. Who am I forgetting? Pavetta. Mm-hmm. That's not great, but that's a step in the right direction. And imagine if Cabrera breaks out, you got Andrew Bailey, who, goddamn, the guy's going to be under a lot of pressure. Um, you got another year of Bayo. He's probably going to progress. Crawford has become wildly underrated among Red Sox fans. Like he's love cutter, very good. Saw Lou Merloni talking about him as a closer today. Interesting, but Re- what? I'm, not on, I'm yeah. out on that. Point is, 
I don't mind that trade. I think we're a little bit overrating Duran because he was unbelievable in 2023. So totally fair to overrate him. But that was it. That's all we've seen of him being good. Otherwise, it's been a lot of up and down. There's health issues. There's defense issues. We don't know if he can stick in center. I think he can. I don't think he'll ever be a plus center fielder, but you know what, like 65th percentile outfielder? I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. Here's, a, here's a question for you real quick. I'm going to give you three fielding percentages. I hope you're not looking at baseball reference right now. And I want you to guess which positions these were in in the outfield. So you had a 971. 996 and 980 and this is for his career averages at these positions so once again we're gonna we're gonna there was 971 996 980 okay this has to be an outfielder right yeah no this is tay oscar I'm these are guess his outfielding percentages the at the three left different field is the highest one right field is second highest center field is lowest i'm gonna change it i'm gonna say left field is the best Center field, the second best, and right field is the worst because I bet there's more opportunity for throwing errors coming out of right field. I agree with Gordo. True. So it's 971 is left field, 980 is right field, 996 is center field. So his worst position is left field, who right now the Red Sox left fielder is someone that you are going to be having to, and hopefully not as much as it was in 2023, but in 2024, your left fielder is Masataki Yoshida, who is constantly going to be needing time off. Are you putting Teoscar in left field? And I mean, like this kind of so. brings up like that question of if they trade Duran, Teoscar now has a permanent spot in center field, which is his best spot. But is that worth giving up Duran? No, I think you saw O'Neill. I think you saw O'Neill too. So in left field, no, no in center. In center. Yeah. So, Coop, to respond to that take, uh, first of all, I don't think fielding percentage, I don't really look at that too much. Uh, it is important to not make errors, but I'm I'm more concerned about, like, how many outs are you taking away? Um, Go to, like, the DRS, yeah. the outs yeah. above average. So, so, Teo, he's not a good outfielder. Like, yep. he had a good season last year. He was next to Julio Rodriguez. He's not going to be next to Julio in Boston if he comes Sammy, here. Sammy, what, what was his percentile outs above average the year before? It was like... It, it was it was decent. It was like eighty something. But uh, last year it was good. I know last year it was like in the seventies or eighties. Oh, I just I have like a twenty thirty area, yeah. like very below average. So yeah. I think you put Teo in left. I think you put um, O'Neill and Abreu, depending on who's pitching. This is, right. this is if Duran is traded. If Dur- yeah, if Duran is traded and they sign Teo, then I would add a center fielder. Not because I don't like Sedan Rafaela in center. I just don't think he's ready yet. I think he will be eventually. But I think you give a one-year deal to like Harrison Bader or Michael A. Taylor, someone with like plus plus defense Love in the Michael outfield a. with an average bat. Taylor actually, by the way, he was great. Twenty-one home runs yeah. last year. Out of yeah, like the, last year. and incredible in center, like yeah, as good 90, as they come. Ninety-second percentile in center. So that's how I do it. Tail and left splitting time with Yoshida. Get those two off their feet. I would sign a center fielder short term. Make Rafael the guy the following year. Uh, assuming he keeps progressing, and then split right field between Abreu and O'Neill. If Abreu completely pops off, give him the job. Uh, put O'Neill as more of a bench guy, but uh, that's how I would do it right now. And it's not not Plan A, but it's still a good plan, I think. No, Sammy, I I like I love that. Like, don't get me wrong, I love it. I just don't think that they're like because if you think about the the spots that they're going to plug, we've heard two or three starting pitchers, and like we don't know how good they're going to be, but. They're going to get two or three starting pitchers. They might maneuver some things in the bullpen. They're probably in line to get a right-handed hitting bat. We think it's going to be Teoscar. They're going to get a second like a second baseman, we think. So all of these things add up. I feel like to make the most complete team, yes. Like do that and give me Michael A. Taylor. I'm just I'm just hesitant to see them paying that many guys. Like I feel like if they do all this, it's going to be all right, we've we've addressed second base and DH with a bat, and we've addressed the rotation. Let's let's let Rafaela go through growing pains, and like we'll take the elite defense while we're at it, and we can platoon him with a guy like Abreu, who hits from the other side of the plate, hits lefty. I could see them doing that. Although if it were if it were up to me, yeah, Sedan Rafaela is playing in Triple A because he showed last year that his bat is not ready for the bigs. So. 
Yeah. If it were up to me, yes. Michael A. Taylor. But I'm just hesitant to believe that they're going to spend that kind of money. Two things. One. One is like legit. One's a got a little personal conspiracy theory going on. It's like a pretty foregone conclusion. I would think that Rob Refsteiner will not be on the team come opening day. No. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Pat. Say that again. I don't not think Bobby. Rob Refsteiner will be on the Red Sox come opening day. I think I agree with that. Way- yeah, I do too. Damn, so I like that. Other, I really like him. Me too. I do too. I love him. My other thing is love. Wow. And here come the Brian Windhorse fingers. <laughs> I think that Teoscar Hernandez has already signed with the Boston Red Sox. Ooh. Whoa. I think they are not announcing the deal to keep any and all leverage they have in trade discussions. Oh, but okay. I do okay. believe that Teoscar Hernandez is already signed. Okay, but wait, Pat. Why? How does what, that what? help their trade leverage? Because if they sign him, exactly, then it's like, oh, okay. So you're saying that if they sign Teo, they it's have a, a known surplus. surplus and you got to get rid like, of someone. You know, you got okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with you, yeah. but I get it the could, well, He could but be I'm, close. He could be close. It could be one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this deal from us, but we gotta talk. We gotta make some headway on a trade before we. So he's not signed in. yet. So maybe he's not like signed, but it could be like, yeah, I like a, you, I think the negotiations you are have done to here. post to the MLB as soon as you sign someone. Like you have to let Major League That's Baseball know. I think that negotiations here are done. I just don't think Penn has hit paper done. because they're doing something outside of the contract. I don't think Teoscar Hernandez is like his camp is allowing that. That's such brain dead <laughs> negotiating. But if, I don't think it is. If your agent or if anyone representing you goes, hey, we just got this solid deal for you. You just got to wait because they're going to try and do some things. Trust them. This is, these are the same guys that just said we're going to go full throttle. Just trust hey, them. Hey, Coop, the Dodgers could top you. They could. That's, if the that's Sox what I say. So the Dodgers could top it. What if Pat's conspiracy is correct and Teo's just like chilling and he's like, cool, I got my two years, 40 million from the Red Sox. And then the Dodgers have like a bender and wake up next morning and they're like, okay, uh, we'll give you two years, 55 million, give you 28 and a half a year or whatever that comes out. <laughs> I too. don't think the Guggenheim group is playing with real money. Yeah, I don't no. know either. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Any, I feel like I don't know anything about baseball after no. this offseason. <laughs> my brain has yeah. been broken time after it's time. all of us. Everybody we, in, around the sport feels the same way. They're all like, what, what is happening? Like they you bringing Shohei. up that possibility is like, yeah, that no, I kind of believe that. Wait, the Dodgers signed Shohei? They signed Shohei, and we were like, okay, they signed Shohei, so that means they're probably done. They're definitely out on Yamamoto. And then they're like, okay, we're going to trade for Glasnow too. And we're like, okay, they're definitely not getting Yamamoto now. We don't have to worry about that one. And they're like, oh, oh, you're going to be shocked here. 325. Verbal, verbal meme of uh, goo, like – chaotic goofy holding the knife saying you want to see me do it again yeah and now they're talking about uh teoscar and emmanuel classe trade <laughs> it just never ends it's gonna be so funny if the dodgers lose in like four games to arizona i want it to be the it's gonna happen too. and then we're gonna have to deal with all like- those though you were someone that propagated this narrative of the playoff um dynamic being broken Oh, I think it is. Yeah, I still it's believe not. that. It's not. Be a better team. No, 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 no. I mean, I think like if you're playing 162 games, you're playing a game every day, and then you have a five-day like period of not playing, I don't think it's going to mess you up completely, but there's going to be like a, a day or two adjustment period. This is like the highest level of pitching. Can't just jump back in. That's why there's like, I don't know. I don't think it's – I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, you have no shot because – you know, there's a break, but there's definitely going to be an adjustment period. I, I think there is not. an adjustment, but it's also you're dealing with like a, the wild card de- team is now dealing with an actual series where yeah, there's a likely probability someone gets hurt and you lose them. Also, that's the pro keeps, that you're not dealing with. Every time I uh, mention this, everyone's like, well, what about the Astros? That's the one team that wasn't affected by the layoff. The rest were. That's the outlier. That proves my point. The Astros, so, they're so yeah. battle tested, too. Like, yeah, I mean, they they're, took they're, the, they've been that's in this, part of the playoffs, been, though. You have to just construct your team to be able to fit the playoffs. I, that's, you know, here's another thing is maybe now that we've seen it and it 
I mean, in my opinion, clearly has an effect on the guys to the first game or two. Maybe guys will prepare better now and they'll be like, all right, we got to yeah. like, find a way. Let's have live BP the day, you know, not the same. Yeah. But, I but, but my, my grand point is just I think people are going to become insufferable if the Dodgers lose in the first round. And, like, no, I just don't want to deal with oh, that. Like, at least no, make it to the second so round. I do. I want it. Oh. Chaos. Let's go. No, oh. get it. I can't deal with it. Can you imagine? It's like, like the Dodgers oh. win 130 games, make the playoffs, get the bye. And then they lose like the first two games of the series, like two to one and three to two to the Diamondbacks or like some team that sneaks in. I will laugh for like 24 hours straight. That would yeah. be amazing. Just I want them to go to game seven of the World Series yeah. every year and lose. I, it's just like the seven layers of hell. Buffalo Bills style. Yes. Ben Verlander will be escorted into a psychiatric ward in a straitjacket <laughs> if the Dodgers do this. He'll have to watch the movie 42 over and over again till he oh, learns. He, he should watch rate. that movie over and over again until he learns. That was that was a brutal take. If you guys aren't, if you're listening, you're not sure what we're talking about. Uh, ben Verlander, uh, MLB media guy, said that Shohei Otani is the biggest signing in Dodgers history, the same team that also signed Jackie Robinson, who I would argue is a bit more important. So, and he knew too. He like you could see it in his face that like he was like, yeah, bigger than that one, bigger than that. So he knew. I wonder if he was just in the moment, like mouthful of Shohei, and kind of. He's like, yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Holy <laughs> shit! I forgot about Jackie Robinson. <laughs> oh god! Oops. What a terrible. That that's like a historically bad take. I. Oh god. Bad. He right. got railed. He got it. He got uh, his due. He took it. I think the less I think about Ben Verlander, the better my life is. Same. I've been blocked um, on Twitter. I can't stand him. So, <laughs> Teoscar, I mean, we're final, final comp. I guess we got to do our confidence level because we have been so on with our confidence level intervals so far. Uh, Sammy, what's your confidence level at with Teoscar? With Teoscar? Uh, that it's going to happen? High. I think, like, I think I'll give it like a right below 50, like 45% chance just because he sits. it doesn't seem like there's too much interest. So I'll do like 45 for the Red Sox, give like 30% to the Dodgers. I feel like they're not that interested. They can get them if they want. And then the rest is the field. So who, who's the other team that's interested? I think there's another team. Are the Mariners not? No, no Mariners. No, no, they've no. already ruled out a re-signing. Dude, God, well, if they you talk to Mariners fans out here in Seattle, they do not like Teoscar. So they could have really? given him the qualifying. I, they offer didn't give they him didn't. his best year. Yeah, I think it's because when he was brought into Seattle, he was supposed to be like that middle of the order bat, like game changer, like he was in Toronto. But it's so tough to hit at that uh, ballpark. Like the air is so thick with all the rain, and it's also just a big ballpark, so it's a little chilly too. So yeah, I, yeah, sorry, Teo, but yeah, forty-five oh, Angels. The Angels were the other team you're thinking of. Right. Okay, so okay. I'll go 40. I'll go 40%. 40%. Pat, where are you at? 95. Wow. Wow. I, I am so confident that this gets done. Um, yeah. I'm going to say I'm at 42 in honor of Jackie Robinson and Ben Verlander. <laughs> the second uh, biggest signing in Dodgers history. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give Gordo. it I'm going to I'm going to give it a 70 and shout out to a I think it's pronounced Rob Anglin at fade fade line Z underscore because he uh, he tweeted out his tweet said, hey, at Teoscar, we'd love you here in Boston. Wave emoji. Please give us Red Sox fans some joy this offseason. Sad face. And it's a nice little edit of Teoscar in a Red Sox uniform. It's actually a really, really good edit. Uh, and Teoscar yeah. liked that. And then Teoscar followed a couple of, uh, of Red Sox accounts. That plus all the all the reports we're hearing and all like everyone kind of universally like yeah seventy percent I think it's happening regardless wow, of what you think shout out shout out shout out to Tay Oscar for wanting to be a Red Sox what regardless of whether it happens shout out to him for wanting to come to Boston amid all this bull crap that's happening yeah thanks to you thanks yeah Tio. we appreciate At least you buddy giving us something through the holidays um, so let's just move on to our enough sads. Um yeah, uh, bread making is my new hobby. Uh, uh, is that that's new? my enough said? Yeah, like I just I need something. I got a, I got some very nice presents for for Christmas. My parents gave me a bread making kit. So if you follow me on Instagram, Cooplia underscore Leon, same as wherever you're gonna get more bread content. Maybe I'll I got a nice lamb. Do you guys know what a lamb is? No, 
Absolutely it's the little knife thingy that when you uh when you have a nice piece of sourdough bread, and this is we're just breaking up the Red Sox talk right now for people because I just can't deal with it. Yeah. Um, and Save you get that. the little seam on it, or you get little designs. It's a little knife, and I I make this promise to everyone in bread culture in Red Sox land. I will put a Red Sox B on a loaf of bread by spring training. I make All that right. promise. Uh, it's nothing exciting. It's just what I literally need outside of Red Sox right now because John Henry won't do shit. Um, I've had to explain to my family, uh, my mom's side of the family, my dad's side of the family, random parts of the family that I don't really even talk to anymore uh, about why John Henry won't spend. I'm sick of the conversations. I talked to my girlfriend's family today about why the Red Sox won't spend. Uh, John Henry, you're driving me to become a baker. I, I don't want to be a baker. I, you get diseases from inhaling too much flour. That's what you're giving me right now. I don't want that. I don't want asthma. Isn't All right? it so Sign funny? someone. Fucking sign so if, someone. So if they don't sign someone, they're basically giving you asthma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're attributing to my inability to breathe. Thanks, isn't John it, Henry. Isn't it hilarious? Like, and like, the holidays just passed, so I'm sure you guys got a lot of this too because Coop you just referenced it it's like when when you talk to your family members about the Red Sox and like they know you're like the Red Sox guy yes it's like what the like what are the Sox doing what's like, going they, on what's going on but then but then I get those same inquiries about the Celtics and it's like how about those Celtics like well, the, the, the tone Celtics could not be more good. different it's hilarious it's like, no, I don't I, care about the Celtics I care about the Sox it's it's awesome I understand my work I, I work in sports it's cool when sports are doing good I want the Sox to be good and I go to bed every night wondering the same goddamn question you just asked me. Why won't John Henry spend? Keeps me up. I don't need you keeping me up. All right. Um, all right. Can I go with my enough set? Go for go it. Go for I'm it. Going. All right. We're going to do a big reveal. You can bring it over. I got for uh, Christmas from my girlfriend's dad. I got a whiskey smoker. Check Ooh, this out. This rocks. We're going to do a live whiskey oh, smoking on the show. Where's oh, the- wow. Here we go. I think it works like this, right? Sammy's girlfriend's dad is in the building. The skull rocks. What's Sammy's girlfriend's Sammy, dad's what's his, name? Yeah, what's his name? This is Drew. Drew. What's up, Drew? Hey. Check this out. <laughs> All right. They'll light the Whoa. fire. The smoke comes out of the skeleton nose. Okay. Okay. That's an awesome blowtorch, by the way. Yeah, it comes with it. It's pretty, yeah. pretty fancy. All oh, right. how? All right. Yeah, drink your smoke. Whiskey smoked, be a man. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw you got the be a man book. Yes, I did. All right, ready? check this out. Ooh, Ooh that's Spook City. We got uh, double yeah. flannels going Spooky on over town. here, too. <laughs> you know, we were talking. Perfect. There you go, man. I'll take it. Okay. All right. Is that an old we fashioned? Talking, um, we, I feel like these are the two flannel regions of the country new england and pacific northwest like ours are more like functional i feel in new england but like they wear them here a lot too flannel regions. That. flannel that's regions. a thing do you do you think there was a possibility of both the seattle mariners and the boston red sox teaming up to buy shohei otani's contract and they they could maybe do like a divorced parent thing where like <laughs> on weekends the red sox or shohei otani goes to seattle and then, you know, during the weekdays, the Red Sox have Otani. We get him to pitch. Seattle gets him to hit because that's what they need. There we go. There we go. All right. Okay. So and that's, a, that's functional so too. Like the that, first that fills the needs. Yeah, we yeah, don't so get him. We get him next year. We, they get him okay. all this year while the, the papers are being finalized. But then next year, I, I'm going to enjoy my smoky old-fashioned. Question in the back? Yep. Uh, when you smoke your drink, what does it actually do? Like what kind of taste are you getting? What's the aroma? So – yeah, so it, first, obviously, it smells like this one. We used oak, so it smells a little bit like if you make a fire with oak, a little bit of that smell. And then you get a really subtle, smoky taste. I don't know if you drink whiskey. It's kind of like that peaty taste in a way, but not quite because there's actual smoke. So it just enhances the flavor a little bit. You definitely taste it, though. It's not like a BS thing. Like it's It tastes different, and it looks cool, too. It's fun. it's fun. We should take one of the team bats from the store that they sell. Like the, the game used bat, we should ground that down. Is it a pellet? Like, what are you actually burning? It's it's. They give you four bags of wood chips. I got apple, cherry, oak. Oh fuck yeah, we can do this. And there's one more <laughs> I can't remember, but um, yeah, you, you they give you a little bag, you put it in. We gotta top. get a team. We gotta get a team used bat. 
something that's been used in a game from the Red Sox store, and we got to turn it into wood chips, and we have to we got to smoke it. Boom! Oh my god, that Jorge Alfaro maple bat whiskey is getting hit like crack. Oh, maple maple's the other flavor. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank that you, rocks, thank you for me, uh, Thanks for letting me do the big reveal. That was fun. Oh, that rocked. My, uh, I, I can go next. My enough said is uh, we'd be remiss not to mention it. There's a pedophile wandering in the Dominican <laughs> Republic. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm sorry, what? Do you not know this? Oh my God, Coop, you haven't heard about this? The, essentially, the Dominican FBI stormed Wander Franco's house and he is nowhere. Houses. Houses. Shut up. Yeah, he's basically trying to. Apparently, what happened was they found more evidence, whatever that is. I can't imagine it could get much worse, but apparently it did. And they've raided his two homes and now they're reporting he's not there. So he's, as Pat said, wandering around the Dominican Republic or elsewhere as like a fugitive, which is not great. Not what a story. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. When did Wild. this all happen? Wait, why? Today. Tonight. You were like, driving, like a couple you were hours driving home that this happened. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I this have got, so many Wander Franco rookie. Not to I listen, victim. There are victims in this situation, and this is oh, like yeah. a sensitive thing and whatnot. So it is. <laughs> But this is fucking wild. Like this is nuts. This is I have insane, Wander Franco yeah. rookie cards that are just worth nothing now, which sucks. No, they, they might be. I mean, this they could still have value, but not in the sense of like he became a great player. But like in like an OJ Simpson, like an of, Aaron Hernandez jersey kind of value. Yeah, like something no. dark, like like a like a not in a good way, but like oh my god, I remember that guy. He was awful, kind of thing. I don't want it. Though. I, All yours. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't want to sell it. I feel like I. I feel like that's a scumbag move selling. That. Yeah, that's Even like that's like selling it. like an R. Kelly autograph CD. Like you're kind of a dirtbag. Uh, hey, I got this <laughs> sick O.J. Simpson football signed. What should I do with it? Throw it out. No, but um, yeah, man, what a nutty story. I mean, obviously, yeah. all of us we Insane. we don't find what happened funny, but like not at all. I hope you get the story him being on the run. Is just wild. Him being on the run is wild. Yeah, I mean, I, story, I mean, the crimes themselves, like that's not funny. But him being on the run. Yeah. That's do you funny. think he's on the island, or do you think he has multiple passports and got out? I bet he's yeah, in Haiti. He's in Haiti. He, what, this is a crossover with, uh, in a couple days, the Jeffrey Epstein flight log is going to be released. Oh, when's that? When's that? Watch him be on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine? If, like, You have all these like super wealthy people that, however, they're connected to whatever. Uh, and I think, Gordo, it comes out in the new year. First week of the new year, it's supposed to be released. Sick. Um, if Wando Franco's name is on that, I mean, Wander his Franco odds might, had to have just increased. No, there, I saw he must have been like on it. He must have been like sixteen when Epstein died. He'd be into that. No, Sorry. how old is he right now? Twenty one. He's like twenty two. Is that how long ago? When did Epstein, Epstein die? Died? Didn't he know, die when he died in twenty twenty? Uh, no, it was during COVID that he died, didn't he? Twenty twenty, yeah. Oh, COVID I thought he died before that. Okay, so he maybe wasn't he maybe wasn't a teenager. Then he'd be like nineteen or twenty. That's okay. That Wander oh, Franco scumbag of the century. Or COVID twenty nineteen. God damn! Whatever. He's dead as hell. That whole <laughs> yeah yeah good. That's true. We don't need him. Ah, yeah, yeah, fair. Jelaine yeah, next. No. All right, that's that's not the All point right. of the show. Uh, Might not said. What's good. So, I had two tweets. 
queued up at the beginning of the off season. And I, I was fully anticipating using the good one. And I used the, I, I mean, granted, they're both great tweets, both bangers. Um, but I was hoping to use the one where the Red Sox do good things. Had the Red Sox done good things, I had a tweet. I don't even know what it said. But I, you know that meme of the guy, he's like, uh, call an ambulance. But oh, not, yeah. not for me. Yeah. But not for me. I had that queued up, ready to go for when John Henry put his nuts on the table and signed Shohei Otani. None of that happened. So that tweet never saw the light of day. I don't think it ever will see the light of day. It's going to remain in the drafts just in case something crazy happens, but it's not yeah. going to see the light of day. Instead, I had to release the tweet that, again, was still a banger, but of the mascot shooting that T-shirt like two feet when it looked like he was going to, sh- when it looked like he was going to shoot it all the way up the gym and he yeah. shot it two feet. That's that's the Red Sox fulfilling their full throttle promise. I didn't think that tweet was ever going to see the light of day. It did. That sucked. Still got two thousand likes and was awesome, but sucked 2, anyway. Thousand? How many impressions? Now that I got Twitter blue, I keep checking impressions. I just made. And guys, I don't want to brag, but I just made Pop three dollars and seventy four yeah. cents off of Twitter. What's up? Pop I have enough said part two very quickly. Oh God, fingers! We got wind horse fingers out. This isn't a conspiracy. I- this this happened. This is legit true. What? So I'm leaving the clinic today. My dad calls me and he said, did you see my text? I go, no, what's up? So the local Knights of Columbus does like a holiday raffle in the entire month of December. They give away like cash prizes. I won $20 when I was like 12. And when you win, you're just automatically re-entered. Won 500 bucks yesterday. What? Yeah, I won the grand prize, the Christmas grab, five hundred beans. Dude, what give it to John Henry no. for the for the Teo contract. Uh, hell yeah! If we combine, if we combine money. that. No, I'm buying a Jorge Alfaro bat so we could smoke <laughs> and drink whiskey, guys. I right, want to do that. It's gonna Pat, have no Pat, smudges on it. If we combine your winnings plus mine and Sammy's Twitter blue earnings. I think we could sign. We might be able to sign Corporate Burns next year. Well, if we, we invest Jason, it. Fella. We can invest that money, and by next year, who knows? It could be worth $200 million. Then it becomes Corbin Burns. And I just bake some fucking bread. Yep. What if you you make a a loaf of bread with like a CB on it? I'll I'll sketch his base into it somehow. I'm sure I could do that. I got a question for you. Can you make challah bread? I haven't tried it. I want... So I got it. Hold on. You got... I'll be right back. I'll be right back. We we should all get together at Coop's place and have like a holla baking night and and he can like pour coops of coffee for you guys or something. I don't drink coffee, but a holla baking night with Coop. My girlfriend actually makes a pretty good uh holla bread loaf. How do you good, even uh, make it? Good follow on Instagram, the Hala Prince. That's the coolest uh, bread channel. Yeah, Coop, you got to follow the Hala Prince on. Uh, I'm so down. I, the Hala Prince can be my royalty forever. But I got this great cookbook. It's called The Perfect Loaf. It literally, uh, it has everything. It. This is my new Bible. I don't understand it's how you can write that many pages on bread. No, there's just so many different kinds of sourdough bread. With- we got buns. You want buns, hun? We got buns. Ooh. Make me Olive Garden breadsticks. Cool. Buddy, I will make you the best goddamn breadsticks that you'll ever have in your life. You're going to be like, I want the butter they're covered in. I'm going to shove this breadstick down my goddamn throat so hard. It's going to be, oh oh my God, I can just feel the oils on that bread just slurping down my throat. We have yeast in the playpen. Oh my gosh. We got the greatest yeast in the world. Chris Murphy. End the podcast. Oh, uh, but that has been Play Tessie episode nineteen. Uh, we we appreciate you getting silly with us during the holidays here. Um, we're trying to make it fun, making it creative. We'll see what we can churn out. We've got winter weekend coming up, so we'll oh. hopefully be doing some of that. We'll be there. Uh, yeah, whoever they trot out on stage, maybe someone on this show will go streaking across to distract you from it. Um, yeah, I mean. I'll do it. Yeah. Fun. What? Hey, you know what? The both of us. I'll do it. Cool. So there, you can either go to Winter Weekend or you can watch us streak, or maybe we'll do it at Winter. I'm so I'm I'm so desperate for Red Sox news. Like I literally like, like, listen to us. We're going yeah. crazy. We're talking about bread. We're literally yes. talking about bread. <laughs>
do something, John Henry. But that's the point. Thank you for joining us. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, we'll have some guests. We're going to do another episode before the new year. So we'll catch you later this week on Friday. Thank you for joining us. This has been Play Tessie once again. I keep repeating myself. An Odyssey special, a WEEI special. So shouts out to everyone that has helped us along the way this year. Um, maybe a who says no later. Or maybe we make a little appearance on baseball isn't boring. So go check out what Rob's up to because they're putting some nice stuff out every day, maybe twice a day sometimes. He's just the he's the content king. But have a safe and happy holiday. If you do not hear from us in the meantime, if you miss out on the New Year's episode, I hope you're having a good time and enjoying some socks. So for Coop, Pat, Sammy, Gordo, Totalo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t